0: Autobots,
1: transform! Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. Boo! <laughs> oh, oh, I'm you, John. You surprised me. Ah! <laughs> uh-huh. It is episode 12 of season 3. It's a surprise party. Oh, and... What a party! Last you're episode,
0: have. we had to Blaster, <laughs> Ramhorn, Rewind, Blur, and Retgar. I think they all went back 11 million years in the past and influenced the first rebellion against the Quintessons. Somebody had to do it. Yep. And this uh, episode, we open up kind of creepy. Paul Daniels wandered through oh, Ottawa City, dark and spooky. It reminded me when he found Optimus Prime's ghost, or technically corpse. But yeah. yeah, he's wandering around. I thought this was going to be a nightmare, but he's calling out for people and all the lights are off and he opens a door and he's like, I hear you. Who's in there? Yeah, and the lights turn on. And there's a light switch
1: a that's at shoulder height party. of a human child on yeah, Cybertron. Like the no Cybertron. Shouldn't that thing be like 15 feet up on the wall or something? But anyway. I don't
0: know about you, Paul. All my light switches are eight inches off the ground. <laughs> yeah. I find it convenient and good for my back. Yeah.
1: Let the cat get the light switch. So
0: it's a surprise birthday party. Uh, Daniel, there's a little... This, and literally, literally, this, this is... is it, yeah,
1: surprise. It, there's, it, there's no, no more real talk
0: about a surprise party. It's named This episode is named Surprise Party for shit that gets thrown away in the first 30 seconds. It's like, happy
1: birthday. Now get me a beer, son. <laughs> <laughs> the circle is complete.
0: But... Well, Spike is actually like, I bet you thought I forgot, didn't you, son? And he's like, well, you were getting busy with the upcoming peace conference on Cybertron. Here's some more exposition, Dad. Looks right at the camera. (laughs) But, yeah, you're right. It's like they didn't actually plan a surprise party. There's not even a fucking streamer. No, there's not. (laughs) They just hid and startled him and then said, okay, got to go. See ya. (laughs) Have a nice... uh Birthday. It's we like, uh oh and while this is happening, Galvatron is watching it on a monitor. They don't somehow, even yeah. they yeah, they don't even establish uh laser beak anymore. He can just see stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he uh he doesn't like this idea of the no, peace conference.
1: He'll have no truck with this peace conference shit. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so then they
0: get attacked by the Combaticons. There's a lot of just pushing the plot along for like this this attack by the Combaticons mm. isn't set up in any way. It wasn't like Galvatron sent them because they're just here. And they but they attack the shuttle specifically specifically and destroy all but
1: one i think and, and there's two Autobots here and i was like who the hell are these guys i'm like oh wait it's the protectbots or well, it's two of them anyway it's uh, one of them's groove oh and the back. other one's first aid yeah Groovy. so yeah
0: yeah, first, first aid, I... I yeah, I did see first aid. Well, he
1: comes in later. In this fight, Ultramagnus fires one of his missiles, but then it, it's shown flying still inside the launcher. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the launcher came with it. Like, it would be funny if, like, the rest of his arm was still attached to it, too, or if it was, like, like fucking Daffy Duck shooting the bow, <laughs> where it's, like, he goes flying and the bow yeah. stays there. Like, he shoots the missile, the missile stays, but he gets blown away from it again. <laughs> so, and, uh, the, the Combaticons run away pretty quickly.
0: And, um... They actually—they do this right out of the movie, almost. They all just climb into blast off. Like he's bigger than fucking Astrotrain. Yeah, now.
1: just just like with Astrotrain. So,
0: yeah. Uh, the, anyway, after this whole attack, they find out one shuttle's operational, but just barely. And Spike needs that shuttle to take people to the peace conference tomorrow. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> It's like, that's the only shuttle in the world? Like, we've just established in the last episode these motherfuckers can fly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ultra Magnus, being the good duty is, says to First Aid, hey, you go fix that shuttle. The peace conference is, is more
1: important than me. Yeah, I'm a tough guy. Ultramaricist is like, yeah, first day you can fix anything and then Daniel, he sends the other ones, oh, maybe you can go help. It's like, yeah, just hold the light. <laughs> like, that's all you ever did. <laughs> yeah. Go help your dad. All you did was hold the light. <laughs>
0: I, do you ever, have you noticed that, it seemed to me in this
1: episode, Daniel and Wheelie are the new Spike and Bumble. People. Pretty much, yeah, it, especially in this but, one. But just more... Uh, younger. More annoying. But more... Yes, yeah, yes, yes, More. that's it, more juvenile. Uh, more childlike because, you know, childish, everybody yeah, considers yeah. that like an insult but childlike is not. So. Yeah, very yeah. much so.
0: so so they, um, while they're, after the shuttle gets fixed, uh, Wheelie and, and Daniel start yapping about uh, throwing an Ultra, throwing Ultra yeah, Magnus at a par- so, party.
1: He's a good guy. He deserves one. Yeah. And Wheelie's like, ah, it's easy. We'll just walk up and ask him. And Daniel's like, yeah, no, we, that's not how that works. But also, like, do you know how, how would you convert how long a year is on Cybertron millions of years ago when you made him to a precise date on Earth where it would be like the same... Like anyway, it doesn't matter. Tuesday.
0: (laughs) It was on a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. So they decide they're going to look for the date he was created and they go ask Perceptor and he says, I don't know. go to the Hall of Records." Psh, I um, no idea. although there was a neat thing where they just before this they kind of sh- did a quick shot outside some big conference center on Cybertron at this peace conference. Yeah. And it is we've officially hit the point in this show where all of
1: humanity is wearing the same white and gray jumpsuit. Yeah. Well, that that's exactly it, right? It's a galactic peace conference and it's all humans. All human. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, it's like that old Jerry Seinfeld bit where everything in the future it's always just the silver jumpsuit and boots. Yeah. That's what everybody wears. <laughs> so
0: they they go to some old archive and they meet this archivist, and he basically yeah, and he's says just a complete God. dick first. Yeah, he's kind of a <laughs> dick because they're like, we're looking for this information. He says uh, it's unavailable. Well, why is it? Well, because it's on an asteroid. Well, where's the asteroid? Well, we don't know. Well, why don't we know? And it's like, oh my God. And we <laughs> yeah. find out, this is actually a neat idea, that back during the Cybertronian Wars, the Autobots basically created a a backup drive. They stuck all their information on this asteroid
1: and launched it into space. Or it's just the place where they stored other things because there wasn't enough room in this one or something. But but yeah, he's like, alright, look, we, I don't know where it is, but I can tell you where it was a long time ago, and uh, since you're going to need a ship to get there anyway, no one's going to give you one, I'll just tell you! I was like, like douche. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so they, they're like, thanks. And then
0: this was something that never got addressed, and for a kid's show I felt it should have been, is that they go to some kind of garbage salvage place and and Daniel's like, are you sure we, this feels like stealing and Wheelie's like, no, 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 we're just gonna borrow it. But yeah, you're full on stealing. Wheelie, you are convincing a child to steal.
1: Yeah, it's like why don't you just ask Sky or Cosmos or Omega Supreme, like they would probably do this Exactly. Especially if you told them why. Really? Like, Omega Supreme would probably be a dick about it, but Cosmos would be like, oh yeah, hop in, let's go. So
0: anyway, they do. They borrow this garbage freighter, and uh, as soon as they blast off, Cyclonus watching on the monitors is like, that thing's flying kind of weird. And Galvatron goes, that's enough information for me. Send (laughs) everybody. Follow it. (laughs) Yeah. And he does. He sends Scourge, he sends the sweeps, he sends Cyclonus. They all go to follow it, and we cut back to those other
1: the two in the ship, and they fly into a meteor shower because yeah, and of one of them do. clips the tail fin of the ship, and they crash land on some planet or moon or something. And commercial break. And we come back; they're they're fine. They're both they're fine. Oh, they're fine, and Daniel has no spacesuit, so there's oxygen and an ozone layer, and it's 25 degrees, and sunshine and birds are chirping. Yay! <laughs> it's like a Bob Ross painting. Yeah.
0: Uh, actually, it's not. This place is like hell in space. Uh, it's just gray and dead and gross full of craters. But we go back to the peace conference, and Spike can't find Daniel, and Ultra Magnus hasn't seen him, and Spike's like, eh, he's probably just, you know, doing his homework or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on, his <laughs> birthday, you know. on his birthday. does not give a shit on his birthday. It's homework. Uh, anyway, so Daniel and Wheelie, we go back to them, and they're f- attacked by, what, flying space like dragon? arrows. Worms. I
1: thought they were arrows or something first, but yeah. they look like snakes when it shows them up
0: close. Yeah. Uh, so Wheelie transforms, and Daniel jumps in, and whoosh, they drive away and escape into a cave, and in the stunning uh, series of stumbling into the perfect situation, they have literally driven into the one cave that has the Autobot archive. And
1: they mention something else, Daniel's like, kind of, oh no, it's dark in here, I'm like, yeah, it's a cave, Junius, it's supposed to be dark. But this is the second time it's kind of referenced that Daniel's kind of iffy about dark, places, right?
0: Yeah, he is, yeah, now that you said it earlier, I'm, it really has becoming obvious. He's almost trying to appeal, or he's written to appeal to a younger crowd, it was like, okay, look, we had the five-year-olds; mm. they're all like eight years old now, and they're getting into other toys. We need to reset and yeah. get more five-year-olds. <laughs> That's exactly
1: what happened to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Same here. Um, yeah. So they, they get inside, and there's a giant computer, and they're like,
1: "Hey, it's a computer!" And it's like, "Voice unrecognized. Murder, murder, kill, kill, kill." <laughs> it's like Daniel. Just, before that, though, he immediately knows how to use this alien computer with unlabeled buttons. Yep, but yep. then I thought about this: like, he's been around Autobot technology his entire life. This is like Like, no different than, like, a four-year-old with, with, like, an iPhone. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Exactly. I'm like, you know what? That actually does make sense. So, yeah.
0: So, they get attacked, and there's these sentry bots come out, and they (laughs) drive away (laughs) again. And then the
1: call going, like, invalid file name, syntax error. Like, all these computer (laughs) (laughs) errors screaming at them and shooting at them. And it's important (laughs) to note that they are just,
0: like... 100% 100% murder, death, kill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the whole goal. And then so as they're, these two are driving away, they drive into more space dragon flying worm Yeah,
1: and, and Wheelie's doing all these like high-speed turns and shit to, to shake them off, but it isn't really working. But the robots come around the corner and miraculously shoot only the snakes and not Wheelie. So I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute, maybe... It's not Wheelie and Daniel that they are considering the invaders. It's these snake things, and that's what they were after. But
0: they, And that's what Daniel says. But they they shot at the two of them when there were no snakes. And Dan,
1: But, yeah, Daniel's yeah, like, they're yeah, yeah, friends again. And they're like, nope. They get out, and the, like these guys are immediately prepared to fire on them. Then something off camera destroys one of the drones, and I really love this shot. Because it, it switches over, and Scourge is standing there with a smoking gun, and there's two sweeps behind him, and Cyclonus is with him. And it's like... Oh shit. It was it was such a good shot. They're just standing
0: there. They don't move. They don't say a thing. They don't have to. And
1: we go to a commercial break. Yeah, and when we come back, Cyclonus is like, all right, listen up, are you dead? <laughs> what is this place? Daniel had a great line here. It got a laugh out of me. He's like, What is this place? Ice cream factory. <laughs> <laughs> it's you like Elvis is like, all right, can it? But imagine if it panned over to the Sweeps and Wheelie are all standing there with ice cream cones, and he's like, really? Oh, fuck it! It is my cheat day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Magnus basically he he or, uh, he finds out about the asteroid from the archivist. We have a bit of a back and forth, but there is a. It's, like, cut off? Yeah,
1: well, it it gets cut off like the the old librarian is telling Perceptor and Ultramagnus where they might be, and then they're on the—and then it cuts to Cyclonus, and he says, like, uh, Autobot archive or something like that. Like, he finishes the same sentence. Yeah, but it was just
0: edited poorly. Mm. There was enough of a gap that it just felt like— Like, they cut it too early. Uh, So Magnus is where, I keep wanting to call him Spike, but where Daniel and Wheelie are.
1: And now Cyclonus comes up with a plan. Yeah, because he he knows what this thing is, right? He knows, hey, the Autobots are going to want this thing, yeah,
0: And they're going to want the kid and the little
1: Ryman (laughs) dumbass. And he orders Scourge to move the thing, because apparently it has, like, thrusters. Like, it's a fully functional starship, too, as well as an asteroid. And
0: And he he sends (laughs) a message to uh, Spike and the Autobots. And it, it's kind of, like, Dan, yeah, Daniel comes on. He's like, hey, Dad, how's it going? He's like, Daniel, where are you? I'm on an asteroid. Don't worry, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming home. And face just comes in. He's like, hey. <laughs> and Cyclonus' face is, like, as big as, as Daniel's. I don't know if Daniel was really close to the camera or what, but. Yeah, um,
1: maybe, but, yeah. So he
0: says, hey, I'm, lo- yeah, this asteroid is coming right at you, and you can't blow it up because the kid and the dumb rhyming, rhyming idiot are on it. And Dan- and uh, Spike goes, oh, no, it will
1: die. <laughs> yeah. Wheelie, I'm okay with, but my son. Oh, my God. Uh, and then it shows like the the delegates at this peace conference or whatever. They're going inside something, and, and Ultra Magnus tells Skylink's that the future of Cybertron is up to them. Because uh, really, I'm like. So uh, Daniel and Wheelie get thrown into a holding cell, and then yeah, men- and this where Daniel actually makes it clear he's scared of the dark. Yes. like he's just like, I hate the dark, whatever. And Wheelie just immediately flips on a light for him. He's like, Here you go. It's like. No questions. It's fine. Yeah, they, they, they're they're good, are, It's a real thing. They're a good team together. They're <laughs>
0: annoying as fuck. Well, Wheelie mm. Wheelie's annoying as fuck. Daniel, I don't like kids, so they're an <laughs> annoying group. But they're a good match and they work well together on screen. Uh, but Magnus and Skylynx, uh land in the meteor, and right away they get attacked by the flying dragon worm, dragon flying things. <laughs> yeah, the arrow snakes that run them down, isn't you? and and which they're oddly enough they're eating the garbage freighter,
1: which is I guess they're <laughs> yeah. like. Scavengers? <laughs> They're just up on it, just munching it to death. So like they they shoot these things off of each other, like uh Magnus just blasts them with his gun and then Skylink's Blows them off a of fire or something, and then Magnus just destroys the ship to ruins to kill the other ones. Yeah, and and Magnus is
0: like that'll take care of that
1: problem, and then right away
0: Scourge and the sweeps come out and attack
1: them. Yeah, and it's like, and one of them is immediately shot by Ultra Magnus. He's <laughs> like boom, dead. Mm-hmm. It's like whoa. Then there was
0: okay, so then we we go to Daniel and Wheelie, and Daniel's like, we should get out of here and go watch the f- the battle, and he's like, all right. So Daniel jumps in Wheelie, and Wheelie just drives through the door. He just drives through the walls like. Why didn't you just do that before? Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, um, so yeah, they they scare off the uh, sweeps, and Daniel tells Magnus that what Cyclonus is doing. He's down in the control room and it's inside and Magnus says, I'm gonna go kick his ass. And I was like, yes. But that's exactly what Cyclonus would want. Like this is Cyclonus' dream come true. Exactly, yeah. He uh, he has to know Magnus is coming, yeah. Uh, And Magnus says, if I'm not back in 30 minutes, you guys leave. So he goes in and... uh, I like this fight, dude. It was. Mm. It took a long time. Like usually, these fights are. It's two, maybe three punches, and then somebody goes, "I'll get you next time," and runs away.
1: Yeah, not this one. They, they start out by shooting at each other, and then they get close enough that it's it, it's a brawl. And Cyclonus is beating the living shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's a point where he knocks
0: him to the ground and goes to take a shot. So Magnus grabs a
1: rock and just heaves it at his head. Yeah. It is. they the, Which just, knocks him into a wall. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's a complete stalemate. They're perfectly matched. It, like, by the
0: end, they're both just, they're in a grapple, like pushing each other into different walls. They can't, they're the best warriors yeah. there are. This was. One of my favorite action scenes from this season so far, hands down.
1: Well, I, I kind of like how also they're getting away from it always being like the two. It's not Rodimus and Galvatron fighting. Exactly. It's always these two. Yeah, it's, and they yeah. they've been setting this up for a while. Magnus
0: has always been saying, "Look, I'm a soldier. I'm a Jarhead. That's this. I do what I do." We know that Galvatron. He and Galvatron have this mutual respect. We know that they're or uh, he and Cyclonus have this respect for each other, but also a hatred. It was this fight was a was overdue, and it was. It was good. It was really good. Mm. I also like what Wheelie does. Wheelie <laughs> runs in here, and he—I'm sure—realized. I, I don't like Wheelie, but this was a clever plan where he's like, "I'm just gonna blow the motherfucker up," and just sets the self-destruct sequence. Yeah, it's spelled and,
1: distrut, D-E-S-T-R-U-T. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Destruct and Cyclonus sequence. is like, "Oh fuck it, I'm out of here." See ya, yeah. and foolish child, you'll destroy us all. And he's like, "Bye." <laughs> and so then
0: the Autobots <laughs> and Daniel—they all—they uh, load up on Skylinks, they fly away, and they escape just as the asteroid explodes in a giant fireball. It's actually kind of a cool explosion shot. And then we get back, and this was this was a beautiful mud, uh, middle finger to the entire episode. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Spike. So uh, Spike is kind of scolding Daniel, like, oh, look, I know you did this, and I know you did that, but why did you do it? And he's like, I just wanted to find out when Ultra Magnus was born.
1: Yeah, when's his birthday? And Ultra Magnus was like, man, I don't even know. <laughs> like- uh, and Spike's like, well, tell you what, no. let's just do it today, on Tuesday. And Wheelie says,
0: why didn't we do this to begin with?
1: So, let me get this straight. Apparently, the Autobots' hard drive on Cybertron is full, so they had to build an entire asteroid with computers on it to store more information. Like, why build the asteroid? Why not just build another computer in the same room as the first one? Or at least the same building. What, was the rent too high? Is it a bad neighborhood? the word that put them in a new property tax bracket? Is it... Really important top secret information, and that they were worried Decepticons might get access to it. Sure we wouldn't want the Decepticons finding out top secret shit like when Ultra Magnus birthday is. No sir, that makes sense. Yeah, hiding it off of Cybertron if it's that important. But if that were the case, why didn't they do anything about it when the homing beacon or whatever it was stopped working? You'd think that if this information was so friggin' important, they'd be on that right away. Either way, the thing is pretty much exactly where it was when the thing stopped working. <laughs> Well, here we are at the end of another
0: episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. We're going to do another episode next, probably.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Wait to surprise you, but there'll be another one. Yes. Yeah. We're <laughs> going to go back into the past again because we haven't beat that horse to death.
0: <laughs> or or we're not, we're, I guess we're
1: not going to the past. We're going to. We're the going somewhere.
0: <laughs> anyway, we're going nowhere on Twitter. You can find me at John Sobe. You can find <laughs> Paul at P. McPherson1.
1: Yeah. Make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you use to listen to us and tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. And until next time, keep on (laughs)
0: transforming. See you next time.
1: Foolish child.